from the news desk of Farming Portal and Agri-Newsnet. Realigning Conservation and Development The fragility of business models for Africa's protected areas has been exposed by continent-wide closure of the tourism sector in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. These areas have traditionally relied on three sources of funding, subsidies from national governments, tourism-related revenues such as entrance fees and leasing fees for lodges, and international aid. National funding for African protected areas has always been modest. During the lockdown, tourism revenue disappeared, and multilateral aid flows were redirected to COVID-related priorities. Not only were protected areas financially devastated by the lockdowns, but so were many private and community-managed conservation areas. These areas may have more diversified business models, offering a diversity of wildlife goods and services, but their ability to bring in customers and to sell products such as wild meat was severely constrained. The impact on rural employment and livelihoods was significant. The lockdown of the wildlife economy across Africa has served as a wake-up call for wildlife policymakers and stakeholders. Even before the pandemic, the state of wildlife in Africa was precarious. In Kenya, wildlife numbers have been declining for decades being outcompeted by more commercially lucrative livestock ranching and crop farming. In South Africa, various wildlife practices, notably captive breeding of lions and rhinos, were being questioned. The lockdown has given us opportunity to reflect seriously on the role that wildlife can play in supporting development. Africa's wildlife economies could be a means to realign conservation with development. 2022 must be the year of renewal for Africa's wildlife economy, recovery of wildlife tourism and diversification of wildlife products to increase benefits and reduce risk. For this to happen, there must be a fundamental shift in the way we conceptualize ideas of conservation and sustainable use. At the African Wildlife Economy Institute AWEI, we recognize that wildlife economies have the potential to deliver these conservation objectives in Africa and, in so doing, to align conservation with development. This requires research and engagement from the ground up, focusing on restoring and rewilding landscapes through the provision of wildlife goods and services that not only conserve nature but also enhance climate resilience, rural livelihoods, and community well-being. The wildlife economy is a complex system which needs to be understood and strengthened at multiple levels from the field to local communities to national capitals to international policy processes. You are listening to a podcast from our international news desk. Wildlife economies have the potential to realign conservation and development across Africa. Wildlife tourism is a key element of this economy and rebuilding this sector post-pandemic is a clear area for growth and renewal. At AWEI, we are particularly interested in promoting intra-Africa tourism which is becoming increasingly more feasible with the creation of the African Continental Free Trade Area. The value proposition for wildlife economies in Africa, however, is much greater than photographic tourism. This is already evidenced in the large utilization of Africa's wild resources including fishing, foraging, forestry, and hunting. Some of this use is sustainable, some is not. Some is legal, some is not. AWEI aims to focus on how to enable sustainable and legal use of wild resources that support landscape rewilding in support of conservation, climate resilience, livelihoods, and communities. In 2022, we will be addressing key opportunities such as the development of a sustainable wild meat sector as called for by the parties of the Convention on Biological Diversity at their last conference in 2018. We will also be supporting dialogues at the national level, 
in countries such as Kenya, South Africa, Zambia, and Zimbabwe, to enhance the enabling policy environment for the wildlife economy. Importantly, this year, we need to start a serious conversation about hunting. Unlike fishing and foraging, hunting has become a highly emotive subject with some governments like Kenya banning it altogether, others like Zimbabwe focusing on foreign hunters over citizens, and others like the UK planning to ban the import of hunting trophies from Africa. Yet, hunting, whether legal or illegal, is primarily done for food and takes place across this continent. This is because hunting, like fishing and foraging, is an integral part of our relationship with our living planet, a relationship that is economic, social, cultural, and spiritual. In the coming year, AWEI will be supporting research and dialogue about the centrality of wild harvesting, including hunting, to conservation and, in turn to development. As recognized in the World Conservation Strategy, fish and other wildlife, forests and grazing lands, support millions of rural communities as well as major industries. AWEI will be exploring how we can enable sustainable and legal use of wildlife to further development across Africa while ensuring that wildlife is conserved. This was a podcast from our international news desk in Zurich, Switzerland.